Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 2, Episode 209 of this study daily study podcast. Thank you for joining us as we uh, take a pause from our usual Come Follow Me studies uh, for each week. Each Monday, as, as we're going to get into a routine now of doing, we're going to hear from a few listener comments. Um, you, most of them from Facebook this week round. Uh, but if you have any comments or feedback, you can obviously share them on Facebook or you can email session at gmail.com. Um, we'll do that. And then I've got a little a quote that I want to share from a book that I am um, hoping to get a hold of very soon. But I was able to get a quote from it from a Deseret book and it really got me thinking. So uh, I can't wait to share that with you. But right now, let's dive into a few of these listener comments. So first of all... Um, there was quite a few. There was a few comments about our study episode that we had a week and a bit ago now with Jason Sant. Um, uh, there, you know, there was a lot of appreciation for that, and a few comments on Facebook um, pointing or saying out that they really appreciated that study session. If you are interested in joining in a future study session yourself, please email ldsstudysession at gmail dot com. It would be lovely if uh, we could get some more people uh, to. Uh, join in so but I can't but I'm not you know yeah I'd rather people email in if they're interested so that we can get someone that really wants to join in so please do uh, and I'd love to get a few more of those um li- well not live but you know study sessions where there is another individual joining in that study moving on uh, there was some comments about uh, the quote that I shared by uh, Neil A. Maxwell about spiritual taste buds and the way that we develop these spiritual taste buds uh, Patricia and Troy Haney said about how they appreciated this analogy. Uh, some of the foods that we love as adults, such as avocados, beans, sweet potatoes, asparagus, and so on. Um, I know for one with my children is broccoli. They absolutely hate the stuff, apparently. Um, but I'm sure that when they're older, they'll probably not be as fussed by it. Um, but they are better for our health um, than the uh, things we crave as children. Uh, you think about chicken nuggets and pizza and uh, ice cream and all these things that um that we love as children uh, that we still love as adults but we recognize the um the difficulty in ha- having those on a ve- on a regular basis uh, then of course that will be something which to which we need to remember um moving on we go to uh, the next um few comments about and this was about the chiasmus um I really enjoyed looking at the chiasmus in, and it wasn't in the, at the start of this week uh, when we looked at Alma 36, um, and I shared a picture of how it visually looked uh, in Alma 36, uh, and there was a couple of comments there. Um, one in particular I looked by uh, Candice Welch, uh, who, who pointed out that to create such a long and intricate chiasma must have taken Alma many attempts and revisions to get it right. I don't think this is something he came up with in the, in the spur of the moment talking to Helaman. He probably practiced and perfected it on all his missions. Um, we, and we know that Helaman didn't go in on, on his in his mission to the Zoramites. That's probably what the reason why he's the only son that we were shared with at this time. I love those couple of comments because it, it reminds us that, yes, indeed, Helaman did not go to the Zoramites with his father. And so perhaps this was given to the Zoramites, but Helaman would have missed it. Uh, and also, yes, of course, something that was so poetic and so intricately detailed must have taken uh, quite some time uh, to put together rather than it just be, oh, come in, Helaman, I'm going to say this to you now and it's going to work out as a perfect chiasma. Uh, so 
yeah, I thought that that was particularly um, powerful, uh, that insight to get to help us to understand how we should plan and prepare our words with our children and those that we love and that we serve. That it should, you know, not usually or not always just be a spur of the moment thing, but can we prepare those things and that we share with our the ones that we love? The next comment uh, deals with the experience of having multiple accounts of Joseph Smith's and also Alma's visions. We spoke this week about how we have three um, accounts of Alma's vision. The one we looked back in Mosiah 27, when it was actually recorded in chronological um, perspective, and then obviously Alma's sharing of it with uh, Helaman and Shiblon. Uh, and Patricia and Choi, uh, Patricia and Troy Haney or Hani, I'm sorry if I'm saying your surname wrong, um, again pointed out that we all gain or glean different things from the same experience. Um, we are at different places in our spiritual developments and we live lives full of our own unique experiences. That's why these different accounts are not surprising. You know, Alma will have been much more spiritually developed than he was when this was first recorded. Uh, and so to be able to put it across in the way that he did was important. I also shared on the Facebook group the, the verse from Alma 37, 11, where, we, where it says, Now these mysteries are not yet fully made known unto me, therefore I shall forbear. Uh, which is basically, you know, letting us know that as parents and as teachers and as leaders, we sometimes don't have all the answers. And so it's okay to accept and, and be clear that, yeah, we, we do not know why uh, some things happen. Um, Vincenzo um, uh, Santi uh, made this comment about his M MTC president using this as a reference as an answer to some questions. I just love that, you know, these eager, um, zealous missionaries seeking answers, you know, that let's be fair, sometimes they shouldn't probably be seeking answers for at that point. They're probably not the most important questions. Uh, and then a kind, wise mission president, uh, MTC president, just saying, I don't know all the mysteries. I'm going to leave that one, you know. I think as a young missionary, you might, you know, think, oh, oh, that's a bit of a letdown. But actually, when you think about it, it's completely the right answer. Uh, and so, yeah, I loved that comment. It was really, uh, really good. So, yeah, those are some uh, comments. They're not all the comments from the Facebook group. I've just kind of whittled it down a little bit to get a variety of voices there and also to get some of the ones that cause me to think and reflect the most. I'd love to hear some of your comments as we continue through this week in our study of Alma 39 to 42. There's going to be some really big things we discuss there uh, around the plan of salvation and other things like that. So can't wait for that. So please get involved, comment on the Facebook group, share and discuss, subscribe to the podcast, and please email earliestudysession at gmail.com if you want to um, join in a podcast episode along with me like Jason did it is going to it's super easy just send an email to say you're interested and I'll take it from there and I'll set up the time and date that suits you best and we'll pick out a uh, topic or a come follow me segment which you're interested in and we'll just go for it it take it took half an hour and it was honestly the highlight of my week it was a, a brilliant time to sit down with Jason and do that so I'd love to hear from more of you please email session at gmail.com to finish with I'm going to share a quote um, which I got from Deseret Book this morning. Uh, but it's actually from a book which is on my uh, wish list. Uh, and so I'm going to share it with you. Um, the book itself is called The Power of Stillness uh, by uh, Jacob S. Heiss, who gave this quote, I believe. But it's also got Carrie Scar Scarda, Kyle Anderson and Ty Mansfield also as co-authors. And the quote is this, uh, quote, 
Meaningful prayer doesn't always have to be eloquent, lengthy, or deeply philosophical. Prayer can feel as familiar and nourishing as pausing with full presence to receive a hug from a beloved, wise friend. Simple daily bread prayers also have valuable, a valuable place at the table. Close quote. Now, I've spoken about prayer fairly recently on the podcast and about the need I've had to kind of connect more with my Heavenly Father in every prayer that I do. Um, but I think that this reminds me that what, what this doesn't mean is I need to be on my knees for hours at a time, every time, seeking to receive divine inspiration from on high, because quite frankly, you know, it's just not possible to do that. Uh, one, because of the time that we all have in our lives, but also because of the energy. It would take a lot of energy to do that on a constant daily basis. However, these words, I, I presume from Jacob S., uh, Spirit Jacob Z. Heiss, um, points out that these daily bread prayers are important. Now, when we say daily bread prayers, we don't, again, I don't mean we just kneel, say the same thing over again, just to make sure we've done the prayer, then leave. You know, it does have to be more than that. But I love that idea of it being a just a pause to receive a hug from a beloved wise friend. That is that is what I want to aim for for my consistent daily prayers. Of course, there is a place for those mighty prayers like such as Enos in our lives, and we should be having those uh, when, whenever we can, and, and it is appropriate to do so for us personally. We shouldn't. There isn't a you know a set limit on how we should how many we should be doing of those because all of us are different and all our lives are different. But um, we should be having those connecting short daily prayer, daily bread prayers with that with that embrace from our heavenly father on a regular basis thank you for listening today i hope you enjoyed it i'll share the quotes on the facebook group it was a, a bit of a lengthy one but it's a wonderful one so i'll share it on there uh, please do um get in touch with all the things i said before uh, it'd be great to hear from you all and uh, thank you for listening until we meet again